Hi, it's Watercolor with Wendy. The subject today is an idea of what is the difference between generalizing something that you're looking at for, for your painting and simplifying something that you're looking at. I'll use the example right away because it's very abstract, I understand, of if you're going to paint a clear blue sky and if your left brain is dominating and that's the brain that's looking for a, a simple solution it's concerned with how quick how quickly you can do it how efficiently you can do it and without much work you know so the, the worst would be generalizing i'm going to grab my my cerulean blue and just paint the sky blue because the sky is blue i'm looking up there and it is pretty blue and I'm gonna just decide uh, it's gonna be this particular blue and fill in the sky and that would be um, a left brain approach and you're gonna get a, a very homogeneous version of the sky because if you look at great paintings with the depiction of a, a clear blue sky you're never gonna find that you're gonna find uh, more than one color at least and probably more than one value, some variation. So we want, we want to keep that in mind while we try to look more carefully. And the other uh, idea is something that works pretty well, and that's simplification. But it's a, a hard thing to do in the beginning because you think simplification is the same as generalization. I'm going to pick that color, cerulean blue, and use that for the sky. But actually, um, when you're looking more carefully, you're going to start to uh, have an emotional reaction to what you're looking at. And, and in that case, you are either consciously or unconsciously picking out something that stands out to you about the sky. And your emotions may enter into that, such as uh, the, uh, the uh, he heaviness of the sky, let's say, that's blue. And then you, then you will uh, be more um, specific in how you depict the sky. You're going to, you're not going to pick one color. You're going to simplify it in the sense that you're going to emphasize something about it. And to emphasize something about it, you have to have contrast. So let's go back to the blue sky for a second. You're going to look carefully at the sky until you see more. And what you'll see if you look long enough, and it could drive you crazy if you look too long. That's, that's kind of how... Uh, Van Gogh went crazy and others in a, in a uh, creative sense by seeing so much that it's, uh, it's almost overwhelming and you want to capture that. So you see the sky and you, you find out, well, yeah, there are more than one shades of blue at least. It's a little darker at the top, a, a little bit lighter at the bottom. And uh, you may want to emphasize that contrast from dark to light. Then you can get into color and say, okay, the blue tends towards purple in one area and green in another. And that's the two sides of blue. And you may also see that there are areas of the sky that you hadn't noticed before in the clear blue sky that are slightly brighter and slightly duller. So and instead of having a bright blue in one area, you might have it slightly uh, tinted with the third primary in another. You'll see all these different things. So uh, you can simplify and emphasize certain things that you're looking at. 
but generalization or homogenization is usually because you're trying to make it easy on yourself and simple, or you are uh, caught up in the idea of a trope such as the sky is blue. Of course, the sky is blue. And it's funny when children are first painting or using their crayons, they may be walking to school that morning and seeing the sky lit up with bright oranges and clouds and the sunrise. Then they get to school and um, somebody tells them, whether a teacher or another person, oh, look at your drawing. Why did you put so much yellow in the sky? The sky is supposed to be blue. Oh, okay. The sky is blue. And you get stuck in that. Now, the other time this turns up even more often is in painting uh, grass or trees or vegetation. Green is a really difficult color for most people to understand and to to really see because green is so prevalent in our landscapes and in our mind that a tree is green. So that same child might have walked to school and seen a pink blossom tree and then they got to school and somebody said, oh, trees aren't green. Oh, okay, I'll draw a green circle and it becomes more of an icon or um, a, you know, just a representation of the idea, more like language, of what the, the person actually saw, which was a pink tree on the way to school. So the artist is trying to get back to that state before it was interrupted by the outside world, where you can see the many colors in a tree. Often the tree will have, because of the lighting and other factors, you know, the time of the year, black, pink, you know, even in a mostly green tree, you can see colors of pink because of the reflections and the surroundings, uh, yellow, many shades of green. And this is a more difficult thing to see because uh, of the um, idea of a green tree. So we have to look beyond and see uh, the, not the generalization or the idea of a color or even a shape or a value, but actually what do you see? And once you start seeing it, there is another factor that's coming in because of your unique way of looking at the world. You're gonna paint that tree uh, when you see it really carefully in a way that'll be different from anybody else because of your mood, your history, your personality, your culture then another person looking at the exact same tree in the same way, very deeply, they will see different things. And you will simplify some areas that are not important in your emotional or um, your state of mind, because you may not do it consciously, but you might emphasize the darks, let's say, well, without even realizing, sometimes it's conscious, I'm going to make this a little more sinister, let's say, in, in your painting but you will see a hundred colors in a tree and maybe not a hundred colors in a clear blue sky, but you will see some variation. And that is the way you are gonna start getting to the more fun, exciting and challenging and sometimes scary areas of looking at the world and then trying to translate that into paint and in our case, watercolor. That's all for today. Mm -hmm.